Welcome to Is It Punk with Connor and Ian, everybody. Today we fuck. God damn it! I hate this so much. I hate doing the intro. We are here on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 everybody. Uh, so yeah, this week we got a really big topic. A really big topic. Uh, we're trying to figure out slowly but surely what the most punk state in the United States is. And we're starting a 50-tier bracket, and I can't tell you when the second episode of this is going to be, um, but the first one's today, and we're talking about California and Illinois. This is news to me. I, <laughs> I love learning about what I'm actually doing here for the first time in the middle of recording. Yeah, it's going to be good. We're going to get there one day. Um, but yeah, so uh, this time, uh, we have some guests that will be able to lay in a little bit of extra insight. I mean... Uh, we all know I live in New York, uh, so I don't live in either of these states. Ian lives in California. I That's did right. live in Illinois for a little while, but this week we have our two guests, Joey and Ryan from Kirby Grip. What's up, bros? What's going on? Hey, What's good? Hey, guys. So, hey, fir- first thing I got to know, how did that Bulls game go? Dude, it <laughs> is the most toxic hobby that one can possess to be a Chicago Bulls fan in 2021. Um, yeah, well, I do, <laughs> I'm excited to be here and, and talk to y'all, but Joey just had to watch me yell and scream for the past two hours. So, um, yeah, it was a good time. I have a question about them. <laughs> have they like done, have they done well since like the Michael Jordan era? <laughs> or no. Yeah. That's a complex question. <laughs> That's um, a complex question. That's another podcast. <laughs> no, but uh, peaks and valleys uh, in that uh, the Michael Jordan departure, which is uh, t- 22 years ago uh, <laughs> when we were elementary school children, uh, maybe uh, that was bad. Those the years following the rebuild. And then there were like the Derrick Rose years, which I feel like everyone like has, you know, basketball fans have like, context of that they were like second or third best in the east and then uh since they traded jimmy butler it's been very very bad and it continues to be that way sounds amazing honestly (laughs) (laughs) i I honestly don't watch much basketball it uh i like i can't just i can't figure out why i think it's just like there's always something going on and i think it makes it so like i can't not pay attention for a minute and that's why I like football and baseball <laughs> because I can stop watching for like 10 minutes and then come back in and really not much has happened. That's really true. It's yeah. Like it doesn't really, sport. it doesn't really add like lend itself to somebody with like ADHD, like you, Ian, you really got to like dial in to watch basketball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but like people with ADHD love basketball. Cause it's just like, bam, 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 bam. Like going back and forth. But like, for some reason, like I just lose attention and then like, I come back later and I only tend to want to watch like the last 15 minutes. Um, but I, that could just be cause I'm a poser or whatever. I also only that's played true, basketball like once when I was like five years old. Um, <laughs> and I, and I quit the team, but I, I, I will was say that my I JV was, team. I was on the Hermosa beach bulls. So, uh, that's, Ooh. that's, uh, there we go. That's a, that's a connect. The bulls of the West coast. <laughs> yeah. You I know, got legendary. I was pretty much the, uh, Dennis Rodman of my time. <laughs> For a kindergartner, that sucks. Uh, Joey, what's your relationship to basketball? 
I thought you were going to ask me what my religion was. <laughs> <laughs> also that, what is your religion and what is your relation to basketball? Um, I was also on a, a team when I was five, when Fuck I lived yeah. in uh, Oregon. And I used to run away with the ball to the other side of the court <laughs> and underhand throw it through the net. And <laughs> the coach would pull me off the uh, court. That's pretty punk, honestly. And then I would be stoked because I could go drink a lot of water. <laughs> this just popped in my head, and we didn't discuss this as like a punk sport when we did the is sports punk. Do you guys remember that game that was like slam ball? Um, yeah. Where they had the trampolines and they could like tackle oh, each other. Oh, yeah. That, that was sick. Just thought of it. Sorry. When the, the idea of a guy running across <laughs> the whole court holding the ball just reminded me of slam ball because I was imagining like you checking people as you're running across with the ball <laughs> just oh, throwing yeah. elbows as you run through <laughs> oh yeah i was hated yeah uh all right so so you guys both uh playing a band kirby grip um i've wondered this ever since i found out about your band uh what is a kirby grip oh boy uh, <laughs> uh yeah yeah go ahead yeah yeah well I don't know. Obviously, like when when you start a new project, you try to not pick something incredibly lame, and then the reverse side of that would be <laughs> picking something like the very world is lame. Place, and I am no longer afraid to die, or whatever that one band is called. That's an amazing exactly. name. An amazing band name. It is. <laughs> it, it is a decorated name. Um, and so I feel like generally you try to fall somewhere in between. Um, I was looking at. I was like. I googled Bobby Pin to see if there was a band called Bobby Pin because I thought that sounded like fast and simple. And then I found out that in the UK they called a Bobby Pin a Kirby Grip, and uh, that's where Kirby Grip came from. People in the UK are fucked up. <laughs> I thought it was going to be uh, a Super Smash Brothers like uh, well, reference. I guess I I, I half asked that answer because that's that's the other half too. Is like it was totally like a melee attack for Kirby. So yeah, that's we yeah. were playing a lot of that game at the time. Oh, are, you, are you a Kirby main? I am. I I absolutely am mostly Dork. because thanks. If you fall <laughs> off, if you fall off the edge on on one of the maps that has an edge, you can just float your way back up and that really eases me. It's also really that. nice to like just float above everyone and then like as oh, they're yeah. fighting then just do the like the big drop down. And then just win. He's a. It's it's to the point. There's no there's no subversive Kirby moves like. There's no like oh you don't know this move with like I don't know Link or someone. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I just like sucking people as Kirby. You know what I'm saying? That's sick. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love sucking people? <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, perv. Um. One of the things we always usually talk about on here is uh, what we've been listening to this week. So, uh, what have you guys been into, music wise? Uh, we have a friend named Snow who put out a new EP, and uh, Snow is also recording our full length album too. Um, it's gotten a lot of really nice like press and knuckles in the past couple weeks. So. Those hooks are very catchy and have been in rotation. And then for some weird reason, I've been listening to Tears for Fears a lot 
because <laughs> those are some of the best songs ever written. I did not know this. And um, I, uh, yeah, I have a I have a colleague who who works sometimes, and on days where we won't work together, or I don't have work and she's on a job, she has me drive her kids to school, and the kid loves David Bowie and like Prince and. Wow. I put on Tears for Fears too in the car, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this song is amazing." And he's 11 years old, and I was just like, <laughs> "Fucking no, man!" <laughs> now, is this Snow guy like the rapper Snow that made the song Informer no. in the 80s? No, hey, that was that was a song from 1993. So, oh, that is strange. You know the exact year, but I at, for my. <laughs> 20, I believe my 21st or second birthday, a friend of mine named Jacob sent me in the mail for my birthday a cassette of that song because it was the number <laughs> one song on the day that I was born. That's that's awesome. And he's a Canadian artist. That was the number one song in America. And I listened to it and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> uh, Joey, what have you been listening to? Um, Well... A lot of like uh, very like really really aggressive stuff. Like I've in the past two weeks, I listened to the entire Dillinger Escape Plan discography. Sick. Which is like just punishment if you're not like anticipating that sort of thing. Um, what else? Uh, it's a prime time to check the recently listening to section on Spotify. Oh yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> Ryan and I both use Title. Yeah, Title Gang. Which Whoa. I don't know. If that's um, that's a reveal. Wait, what? What? Okay, so wait, what? What does Title give you that Spotify doesn't? Uh, oh, let's uh, go. Let's get into it. Oh, um, fuck. Title Gang, Title Gang loves this question. Title <laughs> Gang. <laughs> uh, so basically, in all instances, well, if you're at home. The coolest thing about titles is that they have a lot of the original masters for like new records or, you know, your Dark Side of the Moons, your Rubber Souls, your What's the Story, Morning Glories, or like your Steely Dans. Yeah, like literally if you're on Wi-Fi through your speakers or headphones, you're getting the master of like, you know, the highest quality of, of that record possible. And even if you don't get that for like 90% of the stuff they have, they offer CD quality for streaming, which is like Spotify doesn't offer that. Neither does Apple music. Yeah. So it's a sound quality thing. Yeah. So they yeah. have the greatest sound quality that of anyone else is, is what you're saying. hundred percent. I'd like oh, to, yeah. I'd like to take this time to shout out our sponsor title. Um <laughs> <laughs> Who hit us up in the last five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out! Shout out! We are now part of Title Gang. Uh, you can catch this episode out on Title soon. Um, oh are they have podcasts on there. Should we get on there? That was what I, I was just about to drop. Yeah. I, I was like, I was like, is this is this podcast on Title? And it wasn't. Yeah. Which means I'm a loser. Do people want the master of this though? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Because, like, my dishwasher just finished. You probably heard that ding in the background. That's on the master. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Ian, what are you listening to this week? Um, I've been really into um, Me Without You. Um, just because, uh, I don't know, Christian Rock is really sick. So, I got, like... <laughs> Boo! That's a Christian band? 
Yeah, they are. Like, like it's they're not a Christian band, but they just like always have Christian themes in like a lot of their music. Um, and like an as I dying situation where they're like, I guess we're Christian if you want us to be. Yeah, I mean, I would say that like <laughs> me without you is a little bit more like poetically christian like it's and it's pretty like outwardly like they literally have songs that like say god and stuff in it and like things like that but like i think they're super sick like their whole i was like getting their whole catalog and it's like so good connor have you ever listened to me without you no um you'd like their first album probably i i trust your judgment on what i would like or not like i I really i think you would and i tend to accidentally like christian bands a lot yeah, I was listening to a podcast with a singer, and he was like, "Yeah, I got my like." They're like, "Oh, where did you get like your vocals from?" And he's like, "Oh, I like was just trying to rip off Ink and Dagger," and that kind of rocks. And I was like, "Okay, that's sick." So their first album is like super, just like Discord or like uh, Revolution Summer Discord kind of sounding. So it's like it's okay. really fucking sick. What do you I think? It was like four or like three or four podcasts ago. You guys were talking about how Minerals a Christian band yes and unfortunately that literally i was on a walk and i like stopped in my tracks i was like what i did not know this connor showed me and then i I was like going through the lyrics and i was like oh yeah this is these aren't about girls like this is like a lot of the songs i'm like i'm like oh this is actually like very much about jesus gloria Um, is not a girl it's a feeling it's a feeling (laughs) towards the feeling of the holy spirit that the holy spirit making you sad (laughs) yeah it, I mean, I th- it's pretty. I thought I actually have a new appreciation for Mineral because of that. Yeah, shout out to him no longer being a Christian though. So that rocks. Um, I mean, that's like <laughs> most Christian bands. I feel like like a most like 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 Under Oath. They like came out and they're like, yeah, we're not a Christian band. And then like shout out to Under Oath. <laughs> and then like there's so many other bands that I know that like did that. <laughs> like uh, what is it like Comeback Kid used to be this band called like Figure Four, and um they were like a very, very Christian band. And then Comeback Kid was like, they made Comeback Kid and were like, oh yeah, we're not a Christian band at all. Don't ever, don't ever call us that. <laughs> we hate Jesus. <laughs> um, what have you been listening to, Connor? Uh, so in preparation for this, for this pod, I was making like a giant list of all like bands and stuff that are from California and Illinois. And I remembered the band Tuesday. And I've just been listening to Tuesday constantly (laughs) honor that's today (laughs) i know (laughs) i thought that this morning while driving to work i was like it's today (laughs) tuesday on a tuesday yeah for those who don't know that's the uh that's dan the bassist from alkaline trio's band previous alkaline trio um and i realized that i like i knew that but then i realized it again Yesterday, when listening to it, I was like, man, this guy sounds like a dude from Alkaline Trio. Wait, you didn't know that about Tuesday? Like, before? No, like, I did. But then, like, I looked at it, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have, I'm very dumb. <laughs> That's pretty I persona. That a situation, that would be, like, a mid-90s project then? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of like an emo-y band, pop-punky, more, like, emo. I mean, very Alkaline Trio-esque. Like, any song that... Dan sings on an alkaline trio. It's just a Tuesday song. It kind of sounds the same, pretty much. Although I yeah. think that, I think he's a little bit better on alkaline trio for most of it. But like Tuesday's pretty well, yeah, because he because he got better and older and like 
probably knew what he was doing. You can tell Ian and I don't know anything about music theory because we're just like, it sounds good. <laughs> I think I've, I've I've come to the conclusion that's just like how everyone talks about music. Just some people have more uh, uh, vocab, but it's all still just like it sounds good in right. a certain sense. Make this one spacey. That man sings Alkaline Trio's best song, in my opinion. Oh, the you love like what is it? The last song on a uh, Crimson. It's called Every Thug's Lady. Right. That song rips. That yeah, song does so- rip. I think it's on Good Morning. It is I on believe. Good Morning. Yeah. Um. That's a, yeah. They they have, that's a good love song. It's a cute little. I love would song. say like we could do an episode all about Alkaline Trio, but like we know that they're a punk band, but we could just do that anyways, just gushing about Alkaline Trio, which I mean, Alkaline <laughs> Trio punk. Yes, let's go. Yes. Now four hours later. <laughs> <laughs> I love Alkaline Trio. Yeah. We'll call it part. Well, part two will be the fall of Matt Skiba. Yeah. We don't talk about that. We don't. We don't talk about that, dude. Some of his Blink songs are actually like pretty good, in my Ian, in my stop. opinion. I think. Stop. I think. <laughs> bored to death. That song's pretty sick. Most polarizing thing said in the evening is about Matt Skiba and how Blink One Eighty Two. Twenty people listening now just turned off their phone. They didn't just listen to something else. They turned off. Their They're phone. so mad, and so am I. Well, um, I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying it's not better than Alkaline Trio. It's not better, but you know what? It's fine. Like I, I, you know, listen to a little bored to death. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I was gonna bring up um. A weird little similarity to how Ian and I met each other and how we started doing this pod. And we've discussed it, I think, various times about, like, you know, back in the old days, the wild, wild west of Tumblr.com. Just just reblogging butts and being like, that's cool. Um, (laughs) That's also where I met Joey. (laughs) Yeah. We don't need to get into any of the real depravity of it all. Just, we were just a couple of guys. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know how. What a, what a weird, strange community that website was in the early 2010s before it was owned by whoever. Yahoo. Was Yahoo. It Yahoo? Yeah, Yahoo bought it. it, and they were like, what do, I don't know what to do. Get rid of the porn, and then it died. <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> was then, out when they started like flagging all my musical posts, and I was like, I, that's, when I, that's when I took out. You know, that was the most. Uh, yeah, I remember like YouTube started to flag stuff for song usage, and I was like, huh, that's never gonna happen on Tumblr. And then, like, a month later, it did. They would literally flag, like, I would even have small bands, and they would still flag it. Like, they just like knew, and it would stress me out. And then I think that was like around the time that I checked out because I had to start using like SoundCloud or something like that to connect everything. And it was, and like, the posts uh, looked bad. They and they just the aesthetic was terrible, and Tumblr was Off. all about the aesthetic. So I fucking <laughs> bailed. My art, I'll was, say. my art was compromised. My <laughs> art of just reblogging Connor's music was uh, that he posted on there was compromised. Connor had a you you had a nice um, your blog had a nice look to it, like your page. Hey like, guys, I, I tried. I tried. All right, I, I I taught myself HTML back in the MySpace days. Found Tumblr. I was like, ooh, you get to play around <laughs> with some fucking stuff. Uh, my Tumblr is still active, fortressofself.tumblr.com. Check it out. Go my archive. Look still, at me being embarrassing. Do you, dude, I bet I could look through there and probably find some like weird videos of me on there. Yes, I found them on there and watched them and giggled to myself. That's funny. <laughs> do you have it's the one stuff. of me shotgunning a beer to Seinfeld? <laughs> I think so, somewhere. <laughs> That's sick. 
you're like in your bathtub and i think you have like a shaved head <laughs> i used to just post so many pictures of me shitting that was like my thing it was just like <laughs> pictures of me shitting and then like just like songs i liked and then occasional videos i found this one vi- there was like a video of me like singing kesha yeah you might- could really just get away with whatever the hell you wanted like twitter has guidelines and facebook has guidelines but tumblr like circa 2012 or 13 was like i don't care it was the wild west but like also the same time like that was also when everyone got like uh aggressively woke where like and it was like so like twitter kind of like took it like is like that but like tumblr was like way above everything with people getting canceled for using the word idiot or at least not canceled (laughs) but getting like chastised a little bit oh yeah yeah you call someone crazy and they're like fuck you i'm gonna call your job and get you fired it's like, all right, man. That's oh, cool. yeah. I feel like, what is that? Doxing? I feel like doxing was like a yeah. spirited thing on Tumblr. Like, people were like, I'm going to ruin your life because you said you don't like Foo Fighters. Yeah. It's, honestly, well, I mean, Foo Fighters do kind of suck, but, you know, it's fine. Oh, okay. that's not true. <laughs> that's, that's... I'm, I also don't believe that. I just wanted to make you mad. <laughs> but, uh, Ryan, what's your, uh, what's your relationship with Tumblr.com? It's. It's nothing, uh, sadly. Uh, right. No, no, that's better. That's better. It was more <laughs> just like, I think that I, I knew Tumblr was like going on and like, you know, I would be like, oh, I'm going to set a sick pop punk background as my screensaver, <laughs> you know, like I'm like a freshman or sophomore in college. And then like all the, you know, dudes with mics and the elbows out, like Fuck all yeah. those photos were hosted on Tumblr and that was like my... <laughs> exposure to the tumblr and also those photos are still fucking sick sorry they're they very sick ryan was too busy making friends and uh <laughs> meeting lots of very cool people in real life that seems weird we were all just like man i wish i had friends <laughs> we were meeting friends online you know exactly it was exciting like joyce Maynor says we are meeting friends online um <laughs> i mean that's where joey and i first met was when i lived in illinois uh, for school and Joe, you also lived there for school. And then mm-hmm. we met up and went and saw Hannibal Burris, I think for the first time That's we so like sick. met in person. No, 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 no. Oh, we did. Oh yeah. No, that was the second time we hung out. The first time was, was a title fight show. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember which one came first or not. Yeah. We went to, um, I was telling Ryan this the other day. I was like, yeah, I met Connor. Um, we like were friends and then we went to, uh, title fight show at the metro and then afterwards we got fries across the street yes uh, yeah, your friend yeah. had a leather jacket on i remember this oh yeah was it john no i was calling john uh, john was also there i do remember meeting him i liked him nice boy uh, john, yesterday. john if you're listening to this we're gonna hang out soon and i love you <laughs> john if you're listening to this we will probably not hang out just <laughs> i you know logistically It'd be weird, kind of, and I'm very far away. Couple of hoops. <laughs> Just walked to Illinois. Yeah. Fine. But uh, but yeah, where where are you guys living at now? Are you guys still? Are you both in Illinois right now, or? We are. Yeah. Uh, Chicago, baby. Yeah, we live on like the. Uh, this this will be a controversial. M- m- my girlfriend was uh, is born in Chicago, grew up Chicago proper, and I call this the northwest side and i don't know if she like Ooh. agrees with me but like yeah we live at fullerton and the 9094 interstate so whatever shout out 
you want to qualify that is. That's where we live. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out to my girlfriend, Larkin. <laughs> but great. but you're not both from Illinois originally, are you? Or no? Like, what's your, where are you from? Where's that? What's that geolocation like? I'm from like South San Diego, Chula Vista. Technically, I was born in National City, but I, I grew up in Chula Vista. Yeah, and then I was I was born in the west suburbs of Chicago, but I moved to California at a very young age and moved here after college, which is when Joey and I met. So, what part of California? Um, uh, Palm Springs. Sick. Ian knows all about. That's Palm where Springs. I go on vacation too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Palm Springs, Queens of the Stone Age, Dates, Liberace, uh, <laughs> Sunburn, <laughs> yeah, sunburn. sunburn pools, golfing. You go down into like Indio and DHS, it gets dicier in some areas, but like it's it's the greatest for what it's worth. Our drummer went to Palm Springs sometime uh, uh, like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, and I think he was only there for like three days and he came back and he was like, it's gorgeous. I want to retire there like in like in five years. I want to go back now. It's it's actually pretty nice. I used to like kind of like hate it. Like I thought I was like I was like fuck the desert type of thing for some reason just because it's hot and miserable to me because I don't really like to be that hot. But then like Where's the water? I go yeah. now and it's pretty nice. Like I think it's like it is like a nice place to exist in. Yeah. And uh, I think that generally speaking there's like a trend of a lot of young younger people moving there and uh i think that like i don't know it's just it's just more developed and and we're getting older too and i think that like with that comes an appreciation for it but yeah there's plenty of times as like an adolescent where you're like why the fuck do we live here (laughs) i would imagine so i think younger people should move to retirement areas more and take them over just (laughs) Kick all the old people out. Gentr- and just fucking <laughs> gentrify. <laughs> instead old of gentrifying areas, <laughs> instead of gentrifying the ghettos, we need to move to the old people places, the fifty-five plus retirement homes, and just take them over. That's like yeah, just middle schoolers taking over Sun City. <laughs> Let's fucking go. That's like kind of happening in a way in some places. I know that like a lot of like mid-city places, like places that like used to be like kind of middle-level cities, like Bend, Oregon, or like. Boise are now like up and coming areas because a bunch of like young people can now work remotely. So they're just like, oh, we can just live wherever we want. Like, let's move into like a really cheap area. I can just live in my grandma's house and do graphic design online. Yeah, I can move to Boise and like make Boise the most the new up and coming city. Um, and like I think that shout out Boise. I people are like pissed about it. Like people who live in those areas are getting really pissed about it because all the all the young the yuppies are moving in. I guess. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm pretty woke. I feel like I do pretty good about all that stuff, but like I do gotta say I fucking hate old people. Straight up. <laughs> over sixty. You always hated old people. Like over sixty? Kill yourself. Done. Get away from me. <laughs> is that is that, is that what you're pulling? Is that you're sixty years old? You're you're going out? Done. That's my sick. dad's almost there. I hate him almost so much more. You're gonna take him out. But yeah, Ian, have you ever been to Illinois at all? No, I've never been to Illinois. Oh, so you'll have so many good ideas about if Illinois is punk or not. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be using stereotypes and stereotypes only for this. There's hey. a, there's a lot of uh, very flat ground, and then there's this big city, and and then that's it. And, yeah, uh, it's also I lived really in a lot windy. of the flat ground. Mm. Yeah, 
I've heard. I mean, I really thought that like it being called the Windy City was like, I don't know, like a bit. Like, you know, you call New York City the Big Apple, but like, you know, there's no apples. There uh, are the, yeah, well, there's like upstate farms or whatever. I, I don't know. I'm not going to justify that. Yeah, it's a hard one. But then I went to Chicago and like we were talking about, like when we saw Hannibal Burris, I remember I got out at Union Station and I had to like walk to like the next train that I was going to catch to go uptown or whatever. And it was like January and I was just wearing like vans with like shitty little socks and I didn't really think about it. And I couldn't feel my feet within like <laughs> two minutes of walking. Uh, and I like fell down because of the wind. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was yeah, fucked like up. Average, like, I think I looked at the, the weather, like, a couple of days ago, and I was like, is it nice enough for a walk? And it was, like, 55, and I was like, all right. And the, like, weather was, like, 20-mile-an-hour winds, and I was like, nah, no, nah. no. You're, like, trying to cross one of those, like, little bridges or whatever, and you're just getting, like, blasted wind coming off the lake. No thanks. Yeah, Walk the wind off. makes uh, the cold that much worse. Like, I mean, it's always for sure bona fide cold, but yeah, sometimes you literally leave your house and decide you're better off going back inside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll say for myself, I, I lived in Illinois for like two and a half, three years, somewhere around there. And I went to college out in Aurora, uh, a lot of corn, a lot of flat ground nearby me, went to Chicago fairly often. Uh, and I've been to LA three times so all i know is smog um that's my california experience smog in venice venice beach (laughs) yeah uh that's that's pretty dead on (laughs) (laughs) and a bit of the desert because one of the times i went we drove from vegas there so we drove through a bit of desert california which was cool i like desert I think all I know is smog is going to be the name of my new Evo album. <laughs> the one that I eventually write, all I know is smog. It's pretty it's good. good. Oh, I will be expecting royalties. Uh, no, I already pay you enough for this podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and that brings up our next sponsor, uh, uh, the LA uh, Doyers. Uh, <laughs> You're going to be smog. racist again, are you? <laughs> oh, no. Hey. Anyways, let's get into let's get into this conversation, fellas. Let's go. All right. Let's get into this. Um pros, cons, who wants to take the first stab? Who's who's got it who's got it something they want to lob in here? Of like what's more well, punk? Some pros into yeah. so pros into what side are we talking here? Yeah, or just talk shit on one. Just be like Illinois is not punk because of snow and then argue <laughs> that. I would say it's punk because of snow. I okay. No. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna give you my thoughts. I okay. So like originally, I came in with this thought. I immediately went to Illinois more punk. Like right off the bat. Fair. Um, I can tell you. I think my main reason, my number one reason. This is the first thing that came to my head. The pizza there is fucked up, and I think just like the <laughs> the, the concept of that is by far the most like punk thing. Like they literally were just like. They literally had, like, a nice thing going. People just, like, had a nice flat pizza, delicious, easy to eat. And then they just, like, were like, yo, let's just, like, fuck with this so heavily and just make it this almost inedible and just, like, make it. And I think that's fucking punk. Whoever invented <laughs> I mean, that. As, as, a, as a native New Yorker, um, 
I agree that it's fucked up. Um, <laughs> I can't, I don't know if it makes it punk or not. Maybe it does. I can't, I fucking hate Chicago style pizza. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it's an acquired taste and everyone from Chicago, the thing about Chicago, let me just like, like this lasagna. is what I was thinking about. I'm going to, let me talk over and the, the guys who are actually from Chicago real quick and just get my insights <laughs> on this. Okay, so like, there's two things I know about Chicago, and it's the pizza and the hot dogs. Both are fucking stupid in the way they're going about it, but it's also so sick. Like, they're just like, instead of ketchup, let's put whole tomatoes. Instead of relish, let's put a whole pickle on it. And, like, it's, like, a little bit easier, and just, like, I think the hot dogs there are a little more punk rock than, like, a normal, I don't know, L.A. hot dog, which is, like, I guess bacon wrap and complicated and like all california is given to pizza is like the barbecue chicken pizza which like isn't that cool like i don't know i think completely changing the formula of like pizza and hot dogs that california hot dog that you're talking about was is probably 11 dollars. yeah that's true i think like maybe 20 years ago or 30 years ago, you could have gone onto like Venice Beach and found like some random vendor who had those like bacon wrapped dogs and paid like a dollar two fifty for it tops. But yeah, nowadays you're gonna pay like eleven dollars, which is not punk. Well, those people still exist. I mean, the the cheap ones are still there. You go and you walk out of any sort of like uh, event. And they're just like lined up on the streets, like ready to serve you. Um, and just like you don't know if like you're gonna get sick from it because you don't know if everything's cooked all the way through because they're kind of <laughs> just like sitting there just like throwing the bacon on and cooking it up real quick for you. Um, but like now they do have artisanal versions of that that are 100% $11. Like just like the artisanal <laughs> bacon and round hot dog with like fancy onions. It's like the most basic thing ever, but it's like it's expensive. The word artisanal is not punk. Straight up. With a mini episode right now. The word artisanal. Not punk. Back to the main episode. I'm going to make, or like, if, okay, so here's my other band that now has, I don't have a name for my band yet. I don't have any music. I don't know how to write music. But all I know is Smog is the album. And then we're going to have a shirt that says, whatever the band name is, artisanal punk rock. <laughs> you literally sang in a band and wrote songs, Ian. I was gonna say, yeah, weren't you in a band? <laughs> I, okay, I was, but I didn't like. I didn't like. I don't know how to play music. I literally would just be like, "You also played bass." Yeah, but I don't know how to play the bass. I just know how to like play the songs that my friends wrote. Just went like I, I didn't like learn how to play the bass. I learned how to play the songs that my friends wrote. Okay. So like, and it was a hardcore band. It was so a I hardcore mean, band, know. so I can just like figure it out and just like blow it. There was like th- <laughs> the first show I ever played. Um, I didn't plug in. Oh no! <laughs> was it? How'd you sound? Did you sound good? I, they were just like because we, we were playing like a garage, and my friend goes like, literally, we we're on our way to like a title fight show, and then my friend goes, "Hey, like we're gonna go play a show right now." And I'm like, wait, aren't we going to like the title fight? And he goes, yeah, we are. But like, we're going to go and do a pit stop and play this like show real quick. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. He's like, also, you're playing in it. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, we need a bass player. We don't have a bass player. But like, you're just, just go plug in and just turn everything all the way down and just put your back to the crowd and pretend like you're playing. He's like, just, just go nuts. And then so we did. And that's, we played a whole show like that. Oh That's how I can be in a band. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Connor, you can play keyboards and something and just like. Just fucking. 
<laughs> I had to do that in third grade. I and uh, we were forced to be in band, and I played the alto sax. Except I didn't play it because I was so bad. The band teacher told me to pretend to play during recitals, so I would just <laughs> sit there and fucking like air play it and like really get after it and people would watch me and just be like what's going on because <laughs> i was the only saxophone and you couldn't hear any sax playing <laughs> this guy's vibing that rules <laughs> i love that so all right so i added to the list uh a con for california is stupid pizza and hot dogs and a pro for yeah. illinois crazy hot dogs and pizza I, I I love the Chicago dog, and I can eat a Chicago dog like at least 10 times a year and not get sick of it. With the <laughs> Chicago deep dish, it's like, you know, how often do you have mashed potatoes, a roasted turkey, and all the other stuff on Thanksgiving? Like once a year. And that's like the max amount of times I want to have a deep dish pizza because it's huge. I, I, I want a deep dish pizza zero times a life. <laughs> <laughs> I love when people have that take. I feel like it's Me like, too. like it's coming out like more and more too. People are just squeaking it out. Like, yo, you guys think you have your own pizza, but it sucks. <laughs> and Chicago's just like, okay. Cause people yeah, are no from one here. Else cares. People are from here are so stubborn that they will not give you a wince that they give a fuck about what you think about. They don't give shit. a shit. They're just sitting there fucking slurping down their fucking pizza soup. Just loving life. That's why they're, they that's why I give the punk rock credit to them because I literally think that like, I don't even think people in Chicago think it's like that, that good in their heart. Like I can't imagine them sitting there eating that and then also going to New York and having New York style pizza and being like, yeah, you know that Chicago sells the best. That's the best kind. Like, but like, you know, I love the idea of just like, yeah, it's the fucking best. Fuck you. This is the best <laughs> pizza in the world. I'd say too, like in the mid to late twenties, like many friends of ours will be like, well, this is obviously pre-pandemic. They'll be like, hey, we're going to go, you know, go out for pizza. And then we're going to like hit the bar afterwards. And we'll go to a Lou Malnati's or a Pequod's or like one of our local like Chicago style pizza joints. And almost nine times out of 10, eating the pizza is the last activity that happens of the evening. You and can't no fucking do anything with that in your stomach. You, all yeah, you can do is uh, die. It's a KO. And um, I mean... You're, you're, feel, you're feeling, like, satisfied, but, like, yeah, energy level is very, very low at that point. New York, you just go, you get a dollar slice, you fucking hammer it, you live your life, keep going. Maybe maybe you have four dollar slices. You just keep going. You I don't you're, know. You're walking around the city in New York, and you st stop by, and you see, like, oh, a place. I'm going to have this as a snack, just, like, a little snack, and then just to keep you going on the subway for a little bit longer. You see a little pizza rat, a little rat on the subway with a pizza? He was great. He had fun. Couldn't eat a Chicago-style pizza. <laughs> you want to let that rat starve? He would drown in a Chicago pizza. Oh, yeah. That rat's going down. That rat's Titanic in a Chicago pizza. <laughs> uh, the ice meatball. <laughs> uh, to, to bridge away from the food topics, um, but keeping with this same sort of idea, I feel like Illinois' estate is a little bit more punk because it's ugly. Yeah. Well, oh, for sure. <laughs> that, like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you two are well aware too. Illinois is like very just 
spread out and nothing except Ooh, for gives Chicago. a shit. Chicago is yeah. like it, it's the mecca and like it provides obviously it provides for like the whole entire state's economy. But living in California too, one thing that I think Joe would probably agree with me too, people here just like they don't give a fuck. They don't like whether it's driving. Driving here is bad. People are cutthroat as fuck. Like yeah. you have you have nice Mr. Robinson, your neighbor, who gives you like a soft little wave every morning, and then he gets in his vehicle and he's a fucking dick to you, like and everyone else. And I feel like in California, like yeah, people are fast and like to like rev their engines and you know be loud and boisterous. But here, like they will put you in harm's way on the road. <laughs> the aggression is unreal. I had I had a pedestrian punch my car one time when I was in Chicago. I was <laughs> I was driving. They were jaywalking. I slowed down to let them go, and they fucking punched the side of my car. And I just looked at and went, "All right," and I kept going. <laughs> Isn't the thing about the Midwest that like everyone's like really nice there, but apparently like that's what you hear from like everyone who, who like lives in the Midwest or like kind of talks about it in a little way. But then everyone like who is actually truly from there tends to be like, everyone here is really nice, but it's super fake. And everyone fucking is just the angriest person. Just like besides that. Everyone there has manners. I feel we were, we were talking about this in my house actually earlier where they have like, I feel like people in the Midwest have manners where they're like, they might hold the door open for you. But then as you walk by, they'll be like, scumbag. <laughs> People here like are nice and have manners and they are also angry. But if they're angry, they're going to let you know about it. Yeah. Whereas a California person is going to be like passive aggressive and, and snide and like just like holier than thou as much as possible about it. And just kind of like. I don't know, make it this more subdued, annoying sort of anger instead of like getting into an argument with someone here. They're just going to like go full throttle. <laughs> and then New York is, I, we're not talking about New York, but New York is just everyone's just pissed off at each other constantly. And that's like, well, and that's what yeah. unifies them at one, as one. Yeah. We act pissed off, but we're not. Like, I'll spit in your face, but we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> Not until they get into the is spitting punk episode, but you know, that's for a later Ooh. conversation. Well, my mom hates it, so it's definitely punk. <laughs> yeah, if you spit hey. in front of your mom, if you can't spit in front of your mom, it makes it like a punk thing to do. Just, you know, stand there and spit. In. A quick aside Did you guys ever spit on the floor of your childhood home? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> yeah. Ian and I didn't do that either. No, of course not. Never <laughs> sitting around, hanging out, playing video games, just spitting on the ground because I was too lazy to hold it inside my own mouth. That would be gross and we're gonna We're going to brush past that. We're going to go past this. Are you talking this. about dip spitting, though? You're not talking about just like... No, just normal no, just like spit. <laughs> Damn, y'all. Wow. <laughs> That's, is that a move, Ryan? Is that a move? I, I, I was not like... I'm not. I'm just saying I wasn't like socialized that way but like i'm not saying it's not a possibility there was a i grew up poor i i forgot to like mention this when we talked about this (laughs) on one episode but like basically there used to be these like just marks around my chair at my desk (laughs) from me doing that god nice dude yeah i don't know i'm fucked up anyways (laughs) uh yeah 
like we said before, Chicago, I mean, well, Chicago's pretty. Like, I like Chicago. The city looks nice. It's got a cool skyline. The rest of the fucking state is literally flat as shit. It is just flat stupidness. Yeah. And I, I've driven through a lot of it. It's pretty, but it's flat as shit and boring. Yeah. And the only thing that, like, this is going to be a, a hot take that I very firmly believe in. Ooh. Uh, the only thing that Southern Illinois has given the world that is worthwhile is Mason Ramsey. If y'all are familiar with Mason Ramsey, not at all. Is that a Yodeling you know, you know, boy? She loves, it. yeah. You know, Yoda boy, Walmart. Oh, Yoda boy? shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from Southern Illinois. <laughs> okay, shouts, shouts out Mason. What's with yeah, people from the Midwest thinking that they're from the South? Like, what is that? There's so oh, many of those. Yeah, it's annoying. It's, it's Dude, one time I went, I went to Sandwich, Illinois. Um, for this, I'm sorry, go again. <laughs> Sandwich, Illinois, for this sandwich festival. Um, and I first thing I saw when we parked the car and I got out was three black men in cowboy hats and Confederate flag shirts. Oh, and man. I was like, what? What? Where am I? <laughs> yeah, and then I watched people like wrestling pigs and I ate like five funnel cakes. And honestly, I had a good time. <laughs> that whole situation sounds pretty punk rock to me. I think every part of that just sounds like excessively punk rock. It was nuts. <laughs> Shout out to Sandwich Fest, bro. Is it really like a sandwich. festival for sandwiches? No, the town is just called Sandwiches. There was they didn't even serve sandwiches. I don't think. Are you kidding? That's. It was all carnival food. It was just no. like fried Oreos and fried pickles and fried bread and fried this and you fried that. You couldn't even get a fried sandwich. Just, I don't know, a cordon <laughs> bleu or something like that. Aren't those things fried? Just well, a fucking deep fried ham sandwich. Like you're from New York and you're in Sandwich, Illinois? You know, I'm just chilling. <laughs> it was, it was when I was going to college in, in uh, Aurora and my buddy... His brother lived in Sandwich, so we went there, and I was like, this sucks. He's like, yo, we got a fest going on. It's going to be real sick. Okay. I guess we could van for a little bit. Let's give a there shout out to our go. sponsors. Hey, hey, oh. hey, I'm back. <laughs> I just have to write down the time code because we had a weird situation. 47 seconds, roughly. All right. That'll be an edit point. Yeah, but you missed Joey's really awesome joke. Say the joke again. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll, I'll start it. from the no. Start from the top. Let's go. All right, we're in Sandwich, Illinois. So the only the only reason you could have ended up there is you meant to open Yelp and type in Sandwich, and instead you opened up Google Maps, and you ended up. In Sandwich, Illinois. <laughs> oh man, Joey, that's so good. <laughs> it was worthwhile. Repeat what? That was a good. I honestly, I appreciate the second time a little bit better. You know, I, <laughs> I was say like I sat here and cackled, and then it was just silent. that shit hit Diffy. <laughs> um. <laughs> so let's see. A reason for California, though, that I see California being a little bit more punk. I feel like it's more ethnically diverse. Sure. I mean, hundred percent. Yeah. Like statistically. And I feel that way because I did look up the statistics, and it's ranked number one as far as ethnically diverse in the United States, and really? Illinois is number eleven. Ooh, that's higher than I thought it would be. 
Me too. All I saw were white people. I literally did not see a single Asian person when I lived in Illinois. And two black guys <laughs> in a Confederate shirt. Yeah, I did see those. That's, man. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's a punk point. I mean, like, because punk, you know, you want to be a little bit diverse, express different cultures, things like yeah, that. Yeah, open. So it's that helps open to a lot of people, you know? <clears throat> a lot of people I have a, a counter to that All right. if you're ready. Okay. I'm born ready. So. I have a feeling that that the reason there's so much diversity there is because of, at least as far as San Diego goes, because of the military bases, and that pulls in people of various backgrounds. I thought middle. you were gonna say because they haven't built that wall. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't want to get into politics. Aren't they finishing the wall like just to finish it? Like, oh, might as well. I didn't even know this, they this brings in our next it, sponsor. I thought this brings was... in our next sponsor, Infowars. Uh, shout out to our boy AJ. Uh... <laughs> oh my God, Alex Jones, my man. Yeah, no, what a fucking nightmare world we live in, right, fellas? But uh, yeah, no, I think maybe uh, the military base helps a little bit with that front. But I, the military base is only like one small little part of the rest of the whole country, like. And that base area yeah. is like all, I mean, San, if you live in San Diego, you're basically like living on a base. Like it's like, for me, yeah. it's really weird when I go there. Cause I realize like everyone is in the Marines. It feels like there, especially if you go to like Oceanside, at which point you're like, you're just like every, like every other like block has a barbershop that has just like military cuts, <laughs> just like outside posted up. Oh, yeah. It's pretty wild. Cause they have like Connor, if you don't know, they have a, um, there's only like two, like main marine bases. Yeah, Camp There's- Pendleton's there. My dad was there when he was uh when he was a troop. Oh, that's that's all right. Yeah, salute. Yeah, not at all. Fuck the troops. <laughs> Fuck the troops. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So like, but like that is just like San Diego. Like the rest of the you don't even notice the military in like a lot of the other places. Um, yeah, I was gonna say like uh, Los Angeles and San Francisco are more diverse because they're just more diverse. Yeah, Dude, like, that's that's a point right there. That's the that on that. Well, they're like major, <laughs> they're major hubbubs of like, and they're like a de- desirable location. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't imagine if you're living in, um, I don't know, someplace in the United States, you're tending to want to be like, oh, I'm gonna go move to Los Angeles, or like I'm gonna move to San Francisco and like, like vibe out on that for a little bit. So that's really gonna bring in a lot of people to like come in. Um, I don't know. I can't imagine a lot of people moving to Chicago, but what do I know? I can see people moving to Chicago, but not like Sandwich, Illinois. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I mean, I've never been to Chicago, so I probably shouldn't talk about the negative aspects of it. This was at least true a couple of years ago that Chicago is like the only top 10 population density major U.S. city that was losing people every year. Um, yeah, you know about that. Well, no, but yeah. my mom is like, so like, I, I'm like from here, like in LA, and um, like, like, and my mom is from here, like, the, like literally, like the the town, like Redondo Beach, like we're all from, like, like she was born and raised here, my grandma was born and raised here, and I was born and raised here. So like, we will be out and about, and I, my mom would be like, would be like, oh, where are you from? To people. And they'd be like, oh, we're from, like, Chicago. And one time someone's like, oh, we're from Chicago. And my mom, like, looks at them straight in the face and goes, like, is there anyone left in that town? 
And then that was like. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a a punk motion by your mother, I think. Yeah, she like, because, you know, hard locals only beach vibes. And she just was representing (laughs) it uh, to some random Chicago. Uh, Point Break for the first time, so I'm I'm vibing with. Filmed that. right here in Hermosa Beach, so shout out to Point Break. That is, shout out to Keanu and Point oh, Break. Oh yeah, <laughs> shout out to Keanu. I want to go on record shouting out. Yeah, he's a partner. The uh, the uh, the guy with the crazy eyes. Uh, Patrick. Patrick, Patrick Dempsey. Swayze. No, 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 no. Swayze. No, no, no. The older. R. R. The old... Oh, 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 I know who you're talking about. The guy who dies at the end. Um, spoiler. spoiler. For a movie from <laughs> one, one, yeah. one. So fire, though. What a. Well, I was like, this movie's so dumb 20 minutes in, and then 20. <laughs> I was like, I'm so stoked to watch this movie. Dude, speaking, speaking of point Gary Busey. Surfers. Gary Busey. Yeah. yeah. Gary Busey. That's it. Sh- dude. Gary Busey rocks. That dude's insane. Um, I feel bad. I couldn't remember that until just now. Like, I feel like I failed him. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, speaking of point bringing surfers and stuff, I feel like a con against California is like the surfer bro accent or like the valley girl accent situation. Wait, you're seeing a whole fucking accent isn't punk? Yeah, it's pretty lame. But the Chicago accent's pretty punk. I mean, that's because it's like Capone and all those people who killed people. Hell or, yeah. Or in storybooks for doing so. Those those accents are like on the spectrum of people who get things done. It's like there's the Chicago accent and it's like, listen, I'm, I'm here to work. And then there's like the like surfer valley accent, which is like, eh, you know, it'll get done when it gets done. Yeah, that's fucking punk. I'll tell you what. I'm now that you guys are talking shit about California, I'm in here and I'm gonna get fucking fired up. <laughs> California, no, like okay, so like yeah, you know, fuck work. I'm just gonna go surfing. Yeah, dude, I'm just bro. I'm just hanging out. I I can't do it. Maybe I can. You're harsh in the mellow right now, Ian. I I don't know. Okay, so like, <sighs> Ian keeps a level though for California, and I can't hear the redondo in you so I, yeah for I, sure not that that's like a compliment or a diss but i'm just saying well like, i'll tell you this like the the southern i feel like san diego has like like it's like way gnarlier down there like with the accent that they have like the southern california accent like if you ever hear like tom DeLong speak he has like the most like perfect authentic like just yeah. like socal accent and uh, I, I don't know i have more of like an i guess just like a standard like uh, you sound like you're from Ohio, maybe. Like you just sound American. That's 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 fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Okay, I but- actually take that as a compliment. I'd, I'd rather be sound like I'm from the Midwest or something. Something I don't know. Keep it keep it amb- ambiguous. You know. Yeah. You don't say any words dumb, which is annoying for me because I wish I could make fun of you. Yeah. I'm out here saying orange like a psychopath. I have. I mean, I'll say like gnarly and dude pretty regularly but that's been like joined that's like welcomed into the vernacular but like, it's like me too and i'm just i'm just stupid yeah i, I used to like <laughs> people like i would go to school because i went to school in uh um i get like west of here 
which I mean, east of here. So like a little bit, I had more of like the uh, inner city pe- kids that I went to school with, um, like Ooh. for college and stuff like that. And I would say gnarly all the time in like conversations. And they would be like, they would always laugh at me and they'd be like gnarly. <laughs> like one time I was like substitute teaching one time and I said gnarly and all the kids made fun of me because I said that. <laughs> and I didn't realize that that was like straight, a straightforward beach slang. But I feel like you have to, when you speak, Okay, we can debate whether the word gnarly is punk or not, but like when you when you say gnarly, like you know you're about to unload with that word. You're not like you know what I mean? It, it's, it's like <laughs> it has a true meaning to it. Like I genuinely will mean it. Like I have no other words. This is like that shit is truly I'm like, oh shit, that's gnarly. Like that's like literally like something like literally these people will be like, Oh, dude, did you hear like some kid got hit by a car? I'm like, whoa, that's yeah. gnarly. It's a word you'd use to describe like a triple homicide. Yeah. It's not it's not like a roller coaster or a McTwist or anything like yeah. that. It's like something that's oh very, very disturbing. No, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't see someone do like a, a, a sick kickflip, like land it. I'm like, oh yo, that was gnarly. Like if I saw like a dude do a kickflip and then break his ankle and just see his like <laughs> leg coming out of his leg, I'd be like, Oh shit, dude, that's gnarly. <laughs> and then wow. puke everywhere. Have to use. Damn. Okay, but check it out. Surfer jargon, or you know, dialect, whatever. How are you saying? Maybe not not punk. Like like I'm I'm behind you with that. But surf culture, if it's actually territorial like that on waves and cutthroat, and like you get the shit kicked out of you or mugged or whatever, it's kind of punk. I'm leaning towards punk with that one. Like yeah. I've never been a surfer, so I, I'm I don't know, but like. But isn't punk about acceptance? It's acceptance oh, up to a point. Unless you're <laughs> unless people are being a kook on your waves, at which point it's not about acceptance. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like controversial because like you know all the really fucked up dudes around here who are like really intense locals tend to also be like the punk rock dudes in the area. Um sure. which is like could be sometimes they're the problematic punk dudes in the area i know this one dude who every time i know this dude who paints a swastika on the bottom of his surfboard like he's like a local punk dude like he's not uh, i don't like, know if oh, he's dude that's so edgy i don't bro. know if he's actually racist but like he just does it every single time and it's just like he and like i think if questioned he like genuinely is like i just want it so people are uncomfortable to come in the water with me and not like bad. It's like know, really like... deeply problematic for that reason, but like that's like that's that's the kind of vibe that kind of goes with like intense localism sometimes. Like it sounds sick on paper, and then you actually get around it, and you're like, "Oh, dude, these guys are like fucking suck." You're like, "Oh, <laughs> that guy's kind of cool," and then you talk to him, like, "I gotta get out of here." Yeah, <laughs> and then like sometimes they're like, "There's the okay." So this is uh, this is so off like kind of topic, but like there's <clears> this like area <clears throat> near me called Palos Verdes, which is like. Um, a little bit south of me and Palos Verdes is, is like a very wealthy area with like all million dollar plus homes been like that way for a while. And there is a group of surfers from this one area called the Lenata Bay boys. And they would literally like throw rocks at people and like surf wax their car to make sure they didn't surf there. And they built like a little bungalow down below to hang out. The thing about these guys is they're all 40 years old and they're all living Hell at their yeah. parents' house who live like right around the area and have been living there the entire time. So that's like the... That's punk. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of vibe you get with the localism sometimes. 
being 40 and living in your mom's garage is definitely punk. <laughs> very, uh, very stepbrothers. <laughs> but like sometimes it's very punk. I don't know. There's like you go to different areas. You got like Oxnard. They got the locals only vibe. And it's pretty, I guess it's kind of sick there because they're like a little bit more like a little more country vibes, I guess. I don't really know how to say it. Um <laughs> Because they have like farmers that like they're like farmer kids and they live out there and they're like, but they also are locals only because they don't want like rich people coming in and gentrifying the place. And so like that's where they get like the a little bit more locals only vibe to it. Do we know where Jason Mraz's uh, avocado farm is? Not off the top of my head, unfortunately. That that does sound like a place (laughs) that Jason Mraz would live. Probably. He's like, what what can I do here? Oh, nothing. Great. Uh, Avocado farm. (laughs) (laughs) Jason Mraz, some good pop songs. The first record's all right, but Jason Mraz is not very punk. Neither is having an avocado farm. But avocado. No, but I do like Jason Mraz. <laughs> I get confused with him and John Mayer because as you guys were talking, I was picturing John Mayer this entire time, and I'm like, oh, I like John Mayer. And then you said, then I realized it was Mr. AZ, and I was like, oh, wait, I don't like Jason Mraz. <laughs> yeah, that's what he had like an album that was named. But he's the one that was like, what was his song? What was that? What was the hit song that he had? Like everyone would play on the ukulele in high school. I'm yours. I'm so yours. <laughs> Hell yeah! I love how I could say that, and you guys knew exactly what I was talking about. That's the shit. Have, like bees attack my skin. <laughs> I hated that song so much, especially in high school when every fucking kid <clears throat> would just like play it, <clears throat> just constantly. Oh, it, yeah. I mean, musically, it's really track. boring too. Like, it, yeah. it follows like a really typical pop pattern and never leaves it. And it's just. You couldn't convince me that he enjoys playing that shit. Do you hear me, Jason? Do you hear this? You fucker. <laughs> you fucker. Yeah, if, if Jason Mraz is listening to this, fuck you. You're yeah. never coming on the pod, you fucking non punk <laughs> dork. Narc. He'd probably <laughs> call the cops. Wired and then Jason Mraz finds out. Jason Mraz has some uh nice button downs for his vibe, I suppose, and uh I'm gonna leave the good things at that. <laughs> um so let's see, I'm I'm looking at my list of other reasons, and one of the last ones I got here. I feel like in California, I mean there's there's definitely real punks in California. We got one on the pod right now. That's fucking um, right. <laughs> but I feel like there's also a lot of posers and people who just generally know what punk is or whatever, or like, yeah, I like punk. I listen to Green Day. Um, <laughs> and in Illinois, there's a lot of real punks and stuff like that. And then there's a vast majority of people who just straight up don't know what punk is. And that's kind of punk. Yeah. Not knowing just being about so punk discon- is the punkest thing you could do. It's just being oh, so disconnected and not giving a shit. Just being like, I, I feel like I if you, if I met someone who like is like, yeah, I grew up in the Bay Area and they're thirty, and they're like, yeah, I never really like, I don't really know what punk is, and like they like all this other stuff. It's like, how did you like just dodge all this stuff in the in in culture? How did that, you miss the crust punks? Like, what happened? Oh yeah, they're, they're hard to miss. <laughs> but like. Where when I lived in Illinois, um, on my college campus, I literally did not see a single other like punk kid. I didn't see a single other band tee like around, and I was just like the only one walking around in like all black all the time and like wearing band tees and shit. And I'm just like, 
everyone here is a fucking jock. Everyone. everyone thought you were like the weed guy. Everybody thought I was insane. And then I would like, I was too aggressive because I was from New York. So I say fuck like every other word. And I was like loud. And like people were just like, who is this weird, small, pale kid that yells? New Yorkers swear so much. Yeah, also, I've never noticed that until you said that. Then I realized they, they do. They're saying There's motherfucker no like now. every other line. Hey, all right. I live on an island. There's a lot of fishermen around. I talk like a fucking sailor. All right. That's sick. <laughs> That's punk. When we do in New it's York, it's pretty punk. Dude, who well, we got to figure out hitting New York against Nevada? <laughs> That's a slam dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some bullshit like Maryland. Just tell them to go fuck themselves. Dude, Baltimore. <laughs> I'm going to argue for Baltimore heavily. Actually, the Wire is pretty punk. The, wi- the Wire is super punk. It had terrible ratings. <laughs> but I it's agree. awesome. Like so many screamo bands. You're talking about like posers in California. I went to high school in California and th- there were posers. Fuck, maybe I was originally a poser, you know? I don't <laughs> Hell yeah. I feel like admitting to poserism is pretty punk, but anyways, um, no, but like, I can't, I can't like justify or like uh, talk about an experience I've had here with like a poser who's said there about it and then like not about it. Also, I've like been to no, or I've been to like, I've been to like some some good punk shows here, but I feel like in in California, like you said, you're either like listening to Katy Perry. Or like you're a fucking punk. Like those are the two. Those are those are the only two options in high school. You either you either listen to Katy Perry or Faith No More. There's there's no in between. <laughs> okay, so I mean, okay, so I, I I just thought of this and I don't know how to bring it in. But uh, did you guys see the show that happened like this last weekend, like in L.A. at all? I don't know if this is like in your radar at all. Anyway, there was like a punk show in L.A. that like a free punk show in you know it's coronavirus time for the people who uh um are listening to this in three months in the future and uh they there was a show when coronavirus is done yeah with three it's gonna be done in three months uh unless like this show that had two thousand people show up like Uh. and it was it was a free show outside that got it was had to get shut down by the cop because the cops like came and like went into the area so there was just this they just put a band this band's like said like hey we're gonna play this show on this like basically an underpass and 2000 people showed up for it and were lighting off fireworks and the cops had to come and shoot like tear gas into the crowd. The videos are nuts. Anyway, shout out to the dead city punks. That shit is fucking I. Okay. So like I went from like being like, okay, so like having a show is pretty ignorant. Cause I saw the New York one and I'm like, this is kind of whack, dude. They like set this up and then the LA did it. And I'm like, Oh dude, these guys did it fucking punk. Like this is like the street level, just yeah. like ignorant. Like, I forgot that like an aspect of punk is just being so fucking dumb. And like a lot of times LA kids can just be so fucking dumb. Yeah. Like we're not condoning this. Like we are all in agreement that doing a massive punk concert right now is an absolute stupid as fucking like insane idea. Right. But the one that happened in New York, they literally got it like okayed by the city. They lied and said it was like a nine 11 benefit. Um, Shout out to John Joseph from Cro-Mags. Uh, you can get fucked. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I'll fight John Joseph. I will. Dude, he will literally break <laughs> you in half. He runs Iron Man's. Yeah, I, that dude's shredded. Dude, and... I have several knives. 
<laughs> I'm sure he has guns. I don't know. He or he's got two guns right here. Yeah, probably. Well, like, people people pay for that New York show, right? Yeah. Well, no, like it, it was, was free, benefit. but everybody everybody donated, but like they took all the money. Like I'm sure I'm sure they I said they did other so. shit. I think it was nah. John Joseph pocketed it. Fuck him. No, John Joseph. I really think John Joseph is a good guy, besides the fact that he's on some whack anti-vaxer shit right now. But like, I really think and a he does like. What is he? That is like the he's least. He's like a he's like a weird pro cop guy too. Which is nuts. He's just a fucking dude. The thing about these like fucking New York dudes. They're fucking, I mean, dude, like what? the old ones from the streets, like those guys are just like, they're just all over the place because that's just like who they are. Like, I don't know how yeah. else to like. New York's too chaotic like that. But I'll say that LA punk show, I'll, I'll send you guys the videos after, after we get done with this, you can watch. They yeah, were unbelievably ignorant and that's pretty punk. Um. Anyway, so I'm just saying like sometimes like LA, they do when they do punk, like they, I real, I will say they genuinely fucking like really they go do hard. Punk. Like that is like a lot of like the, I mean like hardcore got invented here in like some aspect. I know DC kind of had it, but like we had like Black Flag and just being like, uh, unreasonably angry for some reason, even though you live in like one of the nicer places in America by like in like the sense of like. A nice thing like you would think that like sometimes you'd have the most aggressive punk coming out of like chicago or something like that but chicago ends up like their creation of given to punk rock is like melodic oh, well. <laughs> yeah i like i kind of i kind of get the whole like california punk thing though it's all these like kids that are seeing the rise of like yuppie culture and all these like well-to-do people and saying like this this sucks this sucks so hardcore we need to do something so in your face that these people will notice it and say, like, what's wrong with these heathens? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, like, I think the aspect of, like, Illinois being, like, not punk, like, everyone's just kind of <clears throat> out of the culture there, which is, like, kind of I get in, like, a lot of Illinois place, not Chicago, but, like, everyone kind of outside is kind of outside of culture, and they don't, like, they kind of exist in their own little pockets. So, like, even if they, like, found out about punk, they're kind of going to do a little, like, weird, um... I guess a little bit, but not like aggressive and angry and in your face as like LA does because like LA is like pissed at people versus like, I can't imagine a lot of people in Chicago are that pissed at people. They're just like, Oh, we like the sound of this music. I don't, that's my take. There's not enough people to cause like a riot and take over a fucking freeway. Like in LA, <laughs> just, just for a shitty punk band. <laughs> but is there any other, topics we want to hit on before we uh before we make our final decisions here wait we're gonna about, wanna... okay so we're about to talk about music right yeah, yeah I, just, I, just... I just thought of something that like kind of gives it Ooh. i would say that like okay so this is kind of something i can't speak on the most besides like being like lukewarm into hip-hop but chicago okay. invented trap right like a lot of aspects of like trap music and that i cannot confirm or deny this and that's a very punk style of like hip-hop that like kind of originated okay. out of like the streets of like chicago like people hated it so much at first too yeah. like i remember when trap was getting big a lot of people were like like this sucks this is not music blah 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 and everyone else who liked it was like it's just a good time just listen to it 
Yeah. And that's punk. Yeah, you had you have you had <laughs> Chief Keef who was making music videos on house arrest inside of a house just like with his friends and like no shirts. Like that oh, shit was yeah. like extremely that was like it was really punk and just getting to a major label and then like even like the one what's the what's the guy who made his beat? Um uh, who fucking knows, man? This is not the right pod sorry, group for this, this, is, this conversation. Is, anyway, but that that kid was like straight edge, and just like he wasn't That's like a nuts. straight edge, he wasn't like a hardcore straight edge kid. He just like didn't drink and didn't do it, but he would just make cheap keys like beats and stuff like that. And like everyone wants to work with him, and he was like this seventeen year old living in his like parents' basement and got like huge major label success just basically on accident because of like he basically just invented like just he was like yeah I was just trying to do like aggressive drum beats over like symphony sounds or whatever and everyone I'm, I'm i'm gonna be on record for whiffing if i'm wrong but is it young chop it is young, is chop. It young chop yeah yeah okay. dude wow i'm so wow sure. there it is oh poser status revoked <laughs> yeah. that's a guy who's lived in chicago for a minute just young <laughs> chop on the beat is so iconic i want to say the only research that i that i did before this was i looked up notable punk groups from both states and there were like one or two from Illinois, but like the notable groups from California are like notable titans, like of course, yeah. bad religion, descendants, social distortion, rancid, suicidal tendencies, like dead Kennedys. Most bands are from California, it feels like. Well, maybe because I'm from California and listen to having like a soft spot for California punk, but like I it like so many bands are just from California and like to, they even have to break up California into like regions to be able to like classify different punks. Cause there's like different scenes going on, obviously and different sounds kind of being pulled from whether it's like you're coming from LA in the eighties or like San Francisco in the eighties. Or yeah. you're coming from the desert towns around the Bay area in the two thousands and you write Papa Roaches last resort there you go fuck yeah dude. or you're coming from bakersfield and you write corns corn you're you're corn you're corn. Corn. corn is from bakersfield yeah that's so fucking you're, rad you're, you're you have to be kidding no that's that's literally where they're from that's a pretty great example of coming from like a terrible town dude same with papa roach <laughs> like i mean call it butt rock or whatever but like they were not like in any sort of metropolitan area to like connect with others. So this is like random and kind of just like off the thing, but like corn is like really sick. Shitty. Oh, <laughs> no, dude, I, I got, I, so I watched this documentary on new metal one time. Like this was like a few years back <laughs> and all like just watching Jonathan Davis, like talk. I was like, dude, this guy's pretty sick. And then I got, and then I got, I watched their Woodstock just like I watched their Woodstock set and I was like, dude, they're fucking cool. I don't know. Oh. They're like... Dude, they I can't my... wait for our new metal episode. Oh my God. Is new metal punk. Dude, that's that's going to be really fun. I'm going to get really oh, into that's... new metal. Oh man, I am. That's really, there's a lot to dissect there. It's a lot to unpack. Dude, uh, okay, <laughs> but like, I never mind. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to get into the whole Woodstock 99 uh, thing. Uh, anyway, but I just want to give that shout out to Corn. I have a little Woodstock '99 uh, piece of culture here. Oh, we got someone pulling out some little memorabilia, a little visual gag on the old audio podcast. 
Ryan's grabbing his ticket from Woodstock '99, which he attended. Oh, that's when he so was... fucking that... sick! Okay, he's holding up a Limp Biscuit banner. Okay, can I buy that from you? Yeah, <laughs> I want that. I want to hang that over my bed. I've I found this at a. It's got the hat on it. A too. local re like a local uh, thrift store called Village Discount in Chicago, which there are like many. There are probably like ten in the city, and this was, I think, two fifty. That's so like, cool. $2. And I'm pretty sure on eBay I can. You could make some money I, off that. I, you could I, sell I, it to I, me for five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys know that uh, Fred Durst does a uh, jazz show in LA or used to? I mean, when COVID ends, he's probably going to do it. But he runs a he does it. There's he does his club, rents it out, and does only he doesn't play jazz. He just curates a jazz show every week. That's really? insane. Yeah. That's awesome. He, and he, he comes in with a suit and he wears a his still wears his backward uh red hat. Oh, yeah. Wait up. Dude, I wear a suit, my backwards hat, anytime I have a work event and then my boss yells at me. Dude, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forget I wear it a lot. Dude, you're like the <laughs> you're like the modern day Fred Durst. Thanks, man. <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> um so yeah, so I, I made a big list uh of bands from California and Illinois. Um and yeah. I mean, there's just so many more in California. Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna run down the list here. So we got Adolescence, AFI, All, Bad Religion, Black Flag, Blink One Eighty Two, Ceremony, Chain of Strength, Circle Jerks, Cold World, Dangers, Dead Kennedys, Descendants, Fear, Pause. Germs. You said Cold World. Yeah. Which Cold World? <laughs> cold World's from California. Okay. Dude, check the old internets. <laughs> okay, continue. Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, we need. This is why we need a. Well, okay, so like, are you thinking of like the, like the like, uh, I got so much trouble on my mind, refuse to lose that cold world. I think so. No, they're they're from they're from Wilkes Bar. That's I mean, man, this is what I fucking thought. And then when I was like googling it before, they came out that they were from. California, and I was like, this doesn't seem right. No, but dude, I'll they trust were they are, they're originally from Pennsylvania. Nothing to do with what we're talking about here. Cold World does kind of rock, though. We're just gonna leave that in there. <laughs> oh, I fucking love Cold World. They they they're from yeah. all over the place now. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the singer lives in like England, but like that's 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 probably why I came up. All right, don't blame me. Blame Wikipedia. Anyways, Germs, Green Day, Infest, uh, Joyce Manor, Lag Wagon, Loma Prita, Minutemen, Nails, No Effects, Off, Operation Ivy, Oscar, Pennywise, Pulley, Punch, Riding Out, Sam I Am, CU Space Cowboy, Spaz, Suicidal Tendencies, Terror, Touche More, Trash Talk, Jabalba. Riding Out is so fire. So I, it, all these bands. There's even like so many. No, actually, that's all of them. There's no more bands from LA. <laughs> or, or from that's California. Every that's the max amount. If you want to start a punk band in California, you know you are. Yeah, they're done. All, they all the, the permits have been given out. I apologize. Um, there's and no I mean, more. All allowed. these bands, they 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 hit the they hit the whole spectrum from like hardcore to post hardcore to like power violence to just generic punk bands to emo bands to pop punk bands to like crossover metalcore shit. Like, and I say shit. Um, but <laughs> it just hits the whole spectrum. Wait, wait, wait. Like, you just call metalcore shit? <laughs> bro, no. After I mentioned listening to the Dillinger Escape Plan. Oh, my goodness. I, I, you know, from, I, from New York, I'd be a little asshole. Um, 
but and and in there there's so many like seminal bands like black flag bad religion fucking like no effects even though they're kind of corny but like they're sick and and green day and blink 182 like if you think of like punk bands even like pop punk like those are the ones you think of so much of california bands like invented the genre that they like played i feel like like Let's go with like or Black Flag. Like took it to the next level. Black Flag semi inventing hardcore, which like and then you have like or even the germs, I guess if you want to be like proto proto hardcore or whatever. And then you have like Green Day or Blink one eighty two invent or no, actually no. Descendants inventing pop punk. Blink one eighty two and Green Day inventing like mall pop punk. Um <laughs> and then you have like like obviously like Infest invent inventing like power violence, uh suicidal tendencies kind of like really starting off the thrash uh, or like the uh what would that be yeah thrash inventing pepsi thrash punk (laughs) (laughs) they invented pepsi um i mean who else was in there you list off a bunch of bands yeah i mean like one state in the country to like if you could only have yeah one like if all the music you listen to came from one state of like punk music it would you would have to pick California. Operation Ivy yeah. inventing like ska punk. Yeah. P- uh, Pennywise inventing punk in general with Brohim. Dude. <laughs> are you Honestly, another song that I could never hear again. Dude, okay. We're we're not disparaging Pennywise on my podcast. That's the that's the number <laughs> one rule about my podcast. Is a punk. You gotta you gotta put some respect on Pennywise's name. Put that shit in the same <laughs> hat as Jason Mraz's I'm yours. Dude, I'm sorry. No. Wow. Same, same. Wow. I'm like, wow. there's there's like I'm I'm dead fucking serious here. Not there's no <laughs> irony that would have what I'm about to say. When I die, bro him is being bro him is playing. No doubt. Bro. Hell yeah. There, I, I, want, I want my friends circle around circle pitting around going, whoa, oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, there's no, nothing more no. California than that, dude. They're, they're from they're rocks. from my hometown, so that's why. Shouts out. Give the shout right. out. I could. I know. I know where the. I know where the singer lives. I. Uh, hmm. you hear that? I, he knows where I, you I live, taught bro. the nephew of uh, the drummer. Um, I. Uh, Isn't that mad connection? Wait! Wow! Yeah. Yeah, Ian, Why? Else? Why do we not have anyone from Pennywise on the pod yet? I mean, if we really want to, I'm. There's not really want to. We, do we really want well, to? Well, okay, so like door. eventually, like I could figure out. <laughs> I think Fletcher, we could potentially, if we, that. if I work hard, I could get Fletcher on, in like a semi, in like a semi reasonable way. But I would be too embarrassed to get Fletcher on. Well, considering I do all the editing and the posting and all that stuff for the pod, you can work a little hard and you know ask Fletcher to be. <laughs> Dude, I'm too nervous to get Fletcher on the pod. He's really big. That's true. His head, but... his hands, like the size of my whole face. <laughs> Much um, love and respect to Fletcher when you're hearing this, trying to listen to see if uh, you should come on the pod. <laughs> um, do and you guys no know one disparaged California pods. bands. <laughs> Sorry. Do you guys know of any other California bands that uh, I didn't mention? I wanted to like bring up um, Rocket from the Crypt. Ooh, see now this is an anti-rockabilly pod. <laughs> That's not rockabilly. <laughs> That's such a San Diego specific band too. Or like like Hot Snakes. I think those are like coming to kind of the one. same guys. Another one. Which is like not exactly punk, but it's like adjacent. Post hardcore, I guess, technically. I saw Hot Snakes like um, a year and three months ago and they were 
fantastic, even though those dudes are like 61. <laughs> what does Rocket from the Crypt sound like? Vince Connor would hate them. I don't know. I might have read it on Wikipedia one day, but I was like, eh, all right. Rocket from the Crypt, I feel like in my mind, they sound like Rockabilly, but I feel like they probably don't as much. I feel like they just look rockabilly. They went on tour with Rancid and Soundgarden, so I have no idea where to get an idea of what this band sounds like. Rancid, Soundgarden, and Rocket from the Crypt, I'll throw $50 on that show. I would, I would pay $100 for that show yeah, right that's now. that's a fucking amazing show. Yeah, that's a very strange concert. <laughs> I, I, Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit play on a Rocket from the Crypt song. We can all listen to it together. the only song from them i know it, it also it has aggressively more listens on spotify than any of their other songs that always bums me out when, when you go on someone's like main page and there's like one song two million streams and the next one's like a thousand yeah it has three million and the next one has six hundred so 000. they were basically just like a punk band that had like a saxophone kind of kind of what i gather it sounds like a California thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> San Diego had like a kind of like a weird a weirdo music scene for like a, a little bit. Um, like the like the Che Cafe area is like um, yeah. pretty punk and notable. Like and then there was a bunch of weird bands coming from there, like doing like weird kind of experimental things, like Swing Kids. If you guys have ever heard Swing Kids, and um, some girls and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like weirdo screamo yeah. shit. I worked a I worked a, a gig there once with uh, my friend Giancarlo uh, because we saw the hotelier there, so we like hell volunteered. yeah, yeah. It was it was a pretty cool like that. The Shea Cafe is such an interesting that that place is punk because they're like all volunteer and I think like they charge for tickets, but also they have like free food sometimes and uh, it's it's either free or really cheap and it's vegan. Like yeah yeah. Um, and they're uh, they're all ages, which is always awesome. And the place is like so insanely small, and they like will really pack in for punk bands there. And no, oh, yeah. no matter what, if it's a hardcore show, someone's gonna be climbing on the rafters like every single time. Oh. I love an incredibly unsafe small venue. And the and the yeah. and the stage is about an inch off the ground. Yes, <laughs> um, I think I played a, a gig there once, and I was like, this is. I like when you're when you're not when you're an, an audience member you're like yeah that's a stage and you get up there you're like this is a couch I'm, I'm, I'm standing on a couch <laughs> yeah there's yeah well shout out to the Che Cafe shout yeah. out where Great is place. where is Tiger is Tiger Army from California yeah they're gonna be Ooh. from the Bay Area because I'm pretty sure that the vocalist or uh, Nick Thirteen did like a AFI song so they're from Berkeley yep. I was gonna yeah. say that that's my one that was off the list that I like have mad appreciation for because it was like a I don't know what thirteen years old warp <laughs> tour seven or whatever and uh, Tiger Army like blew me out of the water dude that, stand that's a solid teenager warp tour band yeah and like <laughs> honestly, um, on title shout out to our 
sponsor title. Um, I, I listen to a lot of the Tiger Army records, and I'm just like, these sound so fucking good. You know what? On title. I, I like talk shit about them all the time because I am like a anti-rockabilly guy. But like I listened to one of their albums like not too long ago and was vibing it so hard. Like I like <laughs> I used to really like them as a kid, kind of like just kind of be like, oh, this is really cool and neat. Like, you know, when you're exploring new music and everything like that and you like kind of latch on to weird things sometimes. But then like, you know, the other day I was listening to it and I was like, this is you know what? I was kind of right for enjoying this at 13 years old <laughs> also i mean uh, this is sort of a subjective opinion but like i listened to them when i was little and then like grew up and then like you know found the smiths or whatever in college and then listened to them again and i was like oh man this dude's voice and morrissey's voice like there's so much i, I thought there was so much blend i don't know that would make sense know. a lot that would i would feel that uh, i don't know if anyone else <laughs> I was gonna say I thought that like Jawbreaker was from California. They are. They're not. They they are. Yeah, they're from the Bay Area. Oh man, because I I just went on their Wikipedia and it said they were from New York. I think that like originally like I think maybe like Blake is from New York, but as far as like where they got into their scene, they're known as like a classic Bay Area band. Like oh yeah, yeah they're an LA group. Uh-uh. Like LA, San Francisco. Um, I'm gonna claim them as a New York band. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not, dude. They they like they, they came up in the Gilman scene, dude. That's like their yeah, whole thing. I mean, you know, agree to disagree. Um, so <laughs> Green Day like took off, and like a lot of people that were like fans of their older stuff and, and Jawbreaker were like, "Fuck this new Green Day shit!" Like this, be like, included. So I do want to come in here and I want to say, so like it is known for Jawbreaker to be like from the San Francisco scene. It is true that they met in New York University, but then they relocated to Los Angeles to release Unfun, but then they released Bivouac when they moved to uh, San Francisco. And like, like I said, like the, there's like a lot of talk about like them and like Crimshine or Crimshire. Oh my gosh. I forget the name of it. Anyway, that band, Cripshine, being like the huge like Gilman band with Green Day coming in and like really blowing Gilman like up, just blowing everybody, blowing everyone. Um, so moving on past California now, I have my much shorter list of Illinois bands, and please tell me if there's a few other ones that I forgot about here. Um, we got Alkaline Trio, Charles Bronson. Fall Out Boy, Knuckle Puck, The Lawrence Arms, Los Crudos, Harm's Way, Real Friends, Rise Against, Screeching Weasel, Slapstick, Smoking Popes, Spittlefield, Tuesday, Weekend Nachos. Not a bad list. And Naked Ray Gun. Right, Ian? Yeah. They're like the they're like the the eighties one. They're like the eighties band that's like the big the big band from Chicago. Um I think no, never mind. Never I really can't think of another one. And like this this list, I mean, fellas, it's almost all pop punk. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of want to say like, is Green Day to California punk what Fall Out Boy is to like Chicago punk? It might be. I, I think so. I mean, sort of, but like... But like Fall Out Boy didn't have like two albums of like genuine like 
punky shit before exactly. they went like yeah. full blown. They, 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 they were they were in Race Trader though. So like they get that little bit of cred. But they were like a hardcore band that was aggressively like the band was called Race Trader. Um <laughs> and it was and, like and doesn't the drummer play in like a couple hardcore bands? The drummer played in Earth Crisis for a bit and has played in like sporadic bands here and there. But there like, you go. Yeah. He's drummed for Earth Crisis. Like yeah. he's punk. <laughs> so dope. Um yeah, Chicago punk though is like not as appealing as California punk. I don't know why. I think it's the, the timbre of the vocalists of each of talking about the Lawrence Arms Rise Against, like those bands. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know why. Like, I just don't feel every message or emotion the way I feel suicidal tendencies, bad religion, you know, like that sort of thing. You know what? I relate a lot of Chicago punk to basically the pizza situation (laughs) where you have this, you have like this idea of like, here's pizza, here is punk rock. And then they came and like, oh yeah, we see that. And we're just going to do this like the weirdest thing possible. Like literally like a lot of Chicago punk, the bands that are coming from there, are like really aggressively like melodic at the same time they're like not nice to listen to music if that like makes sense like you have blink 182 who is like genuinely writing pop songs and then you have like lawrence arms who's like writing like weird melodic music but at the same time he's singing in like a gravelly voice or you have like naked Uh ray gun who's playing unpleasant melodic like punk and then you have like i don't know who else is like what else is from chicago like connor said there's like so much pop punk in chicago yeah Yeah. i mean there's a lot of like newer pop punk bands like bigger ones like knuckle puck and real friends that i think are dog shit um (laughs) but i put them on the list because i know they're big uh but then like like slapstick is like a a weird ska band where they're like yeah they're ska but they just sound more like just like a generic punk band. No, like, yeah, them and like 15 and stuff like that. Well, that's like the whole Lawrence, Lawrence Arms scene that was like, uh, like bands that like Brendan Kelly and like, so like Dan uh, Andriano from Alkaline Trio and Brendan Kelly from Lawrence Arms, they were in Slapstick together. That was their first band. It was a ska punk band that's like really fucking sick ska punk. Like, and then like, but then they broke off and then eventually became the bands that they ended up becoming. Um, like Alkaline Trio is like a pop punk band through and through, but it's also kind of like weird pop punk, like dark and like different. Like it is like a more punk Spooky. punk rock version of like pop punk, even though they're writing pretty pop songs. Yeah. But here, let me let me play this slapstick song for us. Uh, it's called Almost Punk Enough. Now, if you ask me where that band was from, I would say California because all ska to me sounds like it's from California. Shouts out to to another band in that same vein that uh, I used to lime wire as a little kid called <laughs> Mest. You guys heard of that band, Mest? Mest? No. M-E-S-T, yeah. Yeah, I knew Mest. 
Yeah, Master's from Chicago. Shout oh, out. What's their big song? They have a huge song, don't they? There's a song called What's the Dealio that I really fucked with when I was like 11 years old. Um, but they're like, they look like Goldfinger. They <laughs> like, do you look like Goldfinger. You're like, oh, that's Goldfinger. They they uh, <laughs> toured opening for Goldfinger in 2002. That's wild. I'm trying to look wow. up their big song. I don't I don't know it. I knew this band though. Like Rooftops is one. That's Roof. the song. I think it was on like a Warped Tour compilation. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm gonna I hit play on Rooftops right now. Adult standard pop punk can't go wrong. That was Friday I'm in Love by The Cure. Yeah, that was like the riff. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um, but uh, I got this really good song that I feel like might help us answer this this question fully. Oh boy. Uh, this is a song by the Screeching Weasel. So that's California Sucks by Screeching Weasel. I love Screeching Weasel. Yeah, they don't. They're so sick. So what do you take to that, Ian? I, You know what? Like, dude, that is like, I guess like the thing about like Chicago is that like, to be honest, like for me, like California has all those like cool punk bands, but like a lot of times the bands that come out of Chicago, I really, really, truly love. Like I would consider Lawrence Arms alkaline trio like some of my favorite bands and then like even like slapstick is one of my favorite like ska punk bands screeching weasel weasel like one of my favorite like proto pop punk bands you know like this shit like they're so good like there's so much good shit that comes out of chicago true is avenge sevenfold punk no No. okay that first album is so fucking sick as someone who wore an Avenged Sevenfold hoodie for like three years of my life straight from like sixth grade to like eighth grade. Nah. <laughs> Dude, that one song is like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That song is like, yeah, exactly. I loved, I like, I like that first album. I still like, I think they're kind of, I think they're pretty cool. I'll say California. Shout out. I'll say that I like Ian said I think the majority of Chicago bands and Illinois bands are in my top where like California bands are usually mid-level where there's like a couple that I really like like I love Sam I Am Um, legacy like old like they're not like a lot of those like bad religion is not like timeless no, I could if bad if I never heard a bad religion song again, I'd be fine. What? Don't care. <laughs> I mean, I agree, religion's bad, but I just don't care for the band. Dude, okay, wait. Do you say they're not timeless? I like I I hear that and it puts me in a specific time and place. Okay, 
I guess I know what you're talking about. I mean, they're old, like <laughs> their 8085 stuff to me is like, that's like super sick shit. I think a lot of their like newer stuff has definitely like that feeling to it. Like it's definitely like early 2000s, like, um, like Los Angeles is burning, like those songs oh, and stuff like that. Um, but like they're, I have a story too, by the way. their first stuff is like classic, like, um, I mean, like, this is, like, an outdated genre as it is, but, like, and this is, like, a total California genre, but, like, the Fat Records, like, Epitaph sound that, like, was in the 90s, like, that was all just, like, everyone ripping off Bad Religion, essentially. Yeah. So Yeah, and I will say, too, also, a lot of California bands, (laughs) a lot of California bands, they're just, like, top of the tier sometimes. Like, Like, we all love pop punk, can't go wrong. Um, and there's so many like bands in California, like Lagwagon, that like just write such good pop punk songs that like I feel like maybe influence so many other bands or maybe not, but just they're like undeniably better than so many other pop punk bands. Are you gonna play a bad religion song? Yeah, no, I'm gonna play Lagwagon song. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. My favorite lag wagon song, Lazy. Like I said, that classic epitaph sound, fat record sound, that I so sick, but that's my own humble opinion. Ryan, what's that? You you were um we were at a bar here called Merchant, and we were getting burgers, and we were bonding with the uh the bartender over like music like this, like 80s, 90s, like California punk stuff. And uh, he brought up one song, like one band. He was like, so yeah, I love this band. And he like played them over the radio and they have, or over the speakers. And like, we got in your car and like this group had like one song that was like amazing. And that was it. And it turned out they were like a New Zealand, Australian yeah, group. Or... It, was, it was fucking Millencolin. Millencolin. Oh, from, they're from like Denmark. Yeah. Denmark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> be more like West Coast. USA sounding, but oh yeah, it sounds like exact, like perfectly plucked out of uh, LA or the Bay Area. Or I something. know people who fucking like love them. I never got into them, but it's probably because they have like I need to hear that one song that everyone loves. But uh, I do know they do it. Like I said, that like the the what is it people call like the do gotta do gotta do gotta like punk where it's like the the, the <laughs> drum beat like the. Oh, blast beats! Not the blast beats because that's like power bands, like, uh-huh. but like the the like where it's like the basic the bass pedal is doing like double hits, like they're doing like the and then it's like and then it's like a helicopter beat of like but like that. This is how a musician talks. It is. Triplet or a quadruplet? I have no idea. Did the drums man? The dudagata beat. Oh yeah, the Durigata. Iconic. <laughs> um, so do we have any last entries into this conversation? Because we're getting pretty close to the the ending times. I feel like we have to make a decision soon. Wait. Let's I I wanna let's 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 hear the synthesis of like 
like we have like the big pop punk shit that come out of Chicago. But also mm-hmm. Chicago is known for having some like a like a dark side of like punk and stuff like that. That like a lot of bands that like aren't really like huge like players in this, but like they also they did it well. Like I would say like um like LA may have invented power violence, but Weekend Nachos did a pretty good job of it. Weekend Nachos kind of fucking ripped. Yeah, they were really sick. They did. They played Power Vines. They were really sick. They also had a song with Patrick Stump from Fall Out Boy on yeah. it. And I do- Which gives Fall Out Boy more punk crud. Yes. Yeah, so it's you- a little collaboration. Uh, might be their only punk crud. Yeah. yeah. So let's... Uh, you want to listen to Jock Power Violence? Okay. So like, here's the issue. Is that like a, the... His vocal part doesn't come into 35 seconds. I'll click into that. So yeah, let's get to there. Dude, he said fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Weekend Nachos rips. Weekend Nachos is so sick. Um, this is so off topic that it's like they but basically they invented this like mosh move called the uh <laughs> called the Jack Skellington. And people would like do it at their shows where like they would like 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 walk, they would like kick their feet out and make it like really long as they're going out. Like they, it was called like stepping out because they would lean back. But then they started like people started putting their arms out and like doing like that. And it was like, it was like it's such a sick move. I don't know. You gotta love a band that coins like a mosh move, like <laughs> doing that shit or like, or don't they call like an alpha omega pit just like, like in a like a omega pit and it's just really violent. Like that's the whole thing about it. Is <laughs> you just hurt each other maybe i've never heard that one is that from the band <laughs> alpha and omega yeah oh the <laughs> alpha and omega just played that show in la the other day yeah they did <laughs> shout out <laughs> oh my god but but yeah so i mean i think illinois is more punk i think we've provided so much more information that illinois is more punk but like I still think California might be more punk. So, Whoa. I know we need to get down to it. So, like, the pizza situation is really, like, my best argument for, like, <laughs> Chicago. But It's such a good one. It's, it's, like, okay, but, like, you think of actual punk, and, like, California basically, like, invented punk. Like, you, yeah. like... Yeah. Which is why I can't really dispute you, There's so many more punk bands that come out of the area. Now, if we're doing... Now, if we take away punk as a thing... And we're only talking about the concepts of punk rock. Then I'm going with Illinois. Then you're going with Illinois. That's what that's what I'm doing. I'm not. I don't give a fuck where Black Flag came from. Musically and historically, it's it's California, but in in essence and values, it's Illinois. And vibes. I will say, as somebody who is a uh who has a bachelor's degree in history is a working and professional historian. Who gives a fuck about history, dude? It's, it's all about the now. <laughs> and yeah, dude, I mean, I just feel like the full vibe of Illinois is more punk, whether 
they even know what punk is or not. They're just okay. accidentally punk. I and agree. also, shout out to Culver's. That's not yeah. punk or not, but oh, man, yeah. I fucking love Culver's. So goddamn not enough much. frozen custard in California, which is no. super fucking Or curds. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. butter on burgers. California having a whack amount of fried food is not a good thing. Also, ooh, I, last minute, very, very hot topic. The French fries in Illinois destroy a majority of California French fries. Do you guys have like French fried stands? No, No. not period. Oh, because you said like, oh, after the show, we went and got some French fries. So I was like, oh, did you go? No, we just went to like a diner or something and just got like fries. Oh, okay. I thought you like, (laughs) I thought they had like French fry stands, which are a thing. Like that's like a thing like in Canada and stuff like that. They just have places that just like, just it's a stand that just Well, they get like poutine, like a bunch of psychos. Poutine's good. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's like a weird meal to eat on the street, I feel. That's like, that's a lot. They're just talking about eating fried cheese curds, which is, to me, psychotic <laughs> behavior, but I don't even know what a cheese curd that's just, necessarily That's just is. your weird vegan ideals you're trying to push on us, <laughs> all right? Whatever. <laughs> I'll eat a vegan cheese curd if they figure that one out, maybe. Just curd a curd a nut. I'm sure it's common. Curd, curd, curded nut. <laughs> so yeah i'm taking hard stance illinois locking it in damn it me too i don't know we're, we're yeah. we maybe 50 50 here i really wanted to argue for illinois but as we talked and just talked about all the music and stuff like that i have just like it just i can't i can't not sit on the wall just like he wants to be finished built I don't want. Did I say I want to build the wall? The most of people in Illinois want to build the wall. Go look at the. Go look at those voters. I'm talking about, or if if we're going from a purely ethos perspective, music not included, just punk ethos, then I'm picking Illinois, but only because of Boom. Chicago too. That's my caveat. Is like, and sandwich. And no sandwich is. <laughs> Sandwich very much excluded <laughs> from this conversation. Sandwich can be vaporized for all I care, but just yeah. kidding. Shout out to the four thousand people that maybe live in Sandwich, but um, <laughs> uh, man, I don't know, dude. It, it uh, with because music is an undeniable variable, it makes it. A- uh, really? there's seven thousand two hundred and ninety-seven people that live in Sandwich. Oh, super close. That is about seven thousand more than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Um it seems 50-50. Doesn't seem 50-50. I think it's 3 out of 4. You guys really feel it. I don't really know. The vibes maybe the vibes. I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> it's a stupid <laughs> determining what punk is whether things are punk or not is a stupid fucking idea. And with that being said, Illinois wins. Moving on to the second round. California. Motion adjourned. Inconclusive. <laughs> I can't wait to see who wins this tournament. Um, Marcus won an X-File. Uh, Puerto up. Rico gets a bye, by the way, in this tournament. They're included. <laughs> what about American Samoa? No. <laughs> They're too powerful because the Rock is from Samoa, so they just win. So they can't. Damn. Yeah, it's understandable. It's the hawk but... punk. Never mind. We're not going to do these jokes. <laughs> okay. All right. We got to move along. We got to move along. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's that. That's that on that. Uh, this was a good one. Thank you 
Joey and Ryan for joining us today for this uh, stupidness. Um, for having us. Do you guys want to, you guys got any plugs? Look at that. First time we asked that. You guys got plugs? This hair is all natural, baby. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm glad we, yeah, heard, we uh, all heard that joke this time. Because your other joke great. did well. Hell I yeah. really wanted to do it uh, a couple more times. Um, <laughs> Loves we, repeating himself. We have a we have an album coming out in in within the next financial quarter. <laughs> Not a punk sentence at all. Yeah, within later it'll be out. Within later, yeah. Where can people no, find? Can we find your music on title? Also, yeah, big time. It's going. It it will be on title only. Whoa! The title exclusive. <laughs> not true. Yeah. Not true. Uh, no, but yeah, we're we're wrapping up tracking for the record, and uh, yeah, I think we're all we're. I mean, at least the very close cohort here who's exposed to music daily is really excited about uh how it's gonna sound. So um, yeah, just thank y'all for having us. Uh, I'm really happy that we got to talk about Mast and. Uh, <laughs> Pizza. yeah like disgusting saturated food <laughs> i mean you can't go wrong there that's what chicago's all about yeah so make make sure to look up kirby, kirby grip they're on uh band camp they're on facebook they're on instagram i believe it's kirby grip on all those things you can find it pretty easy um joey thank you ryan thank you thank and you. everyone else go fuck yourselves <laughs>